It's not a podcast. It's a GarCast. And, and this, this is, is the, the world, world according, according to, to Gar. Gar. To the world, according to Gar, you are listening to Garcast, episode number one hundred fifty-three. I am Gar, and with me, as always, is the Garfather. Gar. Technology. Technology hates you right now. No, it's the office, and I'll explain why. All right. Yes. Also with us, as always, Den Bob. Good morning, everybody, and it is a pleasure. We have lots to talk about today, and not a lot of time. We do not have a lot of time. This will be under an hour show uh, with music, maybe an hour. So uh, let's just jump right in. Are you wearing a whale shirt, Den Bob? It's a rowing shirt in celebration of my second born being home. Nice. We saw him last night. He stopped by the house. Um, I have an interesting observation. The men in the Bosco family appear to like to point out the fact when others are overweight and... Uh, I, I know you kind of point out that your wife might be a little on the chunky side from time to time. Your son walks in, the first thing he says is, Bo's turning into a little butterball. He's kind of fat. So I, I think it doesn't matter if you're a rat, a dog, a female, whatever. The men in the, your family like to point out fat people. We are very attuned to the weight of other things. Did, did he come home and say to you, Dad, it looks like you put on a couple LBs, or? He didn't say it, but I saw him look around. I hmm. saw the eyes darting to the uh, offensive areas of my body. So, yes. I, I, but, I mean, who is he to look? Did you see the mustache that he has? That is some stash. It's strong. I mean, 70s porn stars called, and they want their mustache back. He actually pointed it out. He goes, what do you think of the stash? I'm like, I did notice it. It's okay. It's not that thick. It's a, it's a very, you know, peach fuzzy kind of caterpillar right now. Not it's that thick. It's a little thick. caterpillar. It doesn't have any depth. No depth to it. Yeah. You can still see the skin under it. It's not like strong like the Garfathers. No. Now that's, that's viral. But he only has the stash. It's quite, a, it's quite, a, quite entertaining. But it is nice to see him. The boys are slowly rolling back or rowing back or getting back. Yeah, no, it's great to have everybody home. We were home for the first time in, you know, my whole family wasn't together for five or six months. And yeah. we were together for like a week and then Andrew moves out. Crazy. I don't know what kind of parent I am. He's not going to stick around at all. That's actually a good parent. A good parent gives their kids the wings and makes them fly out of the coop as soon as they're possible. I mean, I guess so. I just don't feel very good. Although Chris is going to make me feel very good. I don't think he's ever going to leave the coop. <laughs> he's in for life. Ooh, this is the drill when Mike is gone. It's just us. Just us. This is like seat racing. You want to see if the boat goes faster depending on who lives in what seat. How was how was nope, the he's back. Never mind, Mike. We're talking about you. I was here the whole time. <laughs> how was graduation? It was great. It was hard because I had I had uh, my parents there, Colleen's father there, 
it was 90 degrees and I didn't want to have to administer any first aid is that you all well know I don't really know anything. So I was all preventative in, you know, I would, you know, drive the car around, drop them off, go park, then shuttle back to the area, um, you know, trying to get them gators, you know, the gators to give them rides wherever I can. Um, so, so there, there was that, but you know, it was really great. Andrew was, was upset. It was, you know, hard for him leaving, you know, he really had a great year. He really had a great year, especially compared to the prior two years, which were right. ripped from him for no reason. It's well documented our displeasure with the lockdown. So um, I got a bone had... to pick with you though, Bosco. Well, before, oh, okay. <laughs> Let's start picking bones. <laughs> well, it's related to your children and their schooling. Fire away. You promised us an update on the signal group about honor society night. And I don't oh. think you gave one. <laughs> he got in. Okay. He got in. And, we appreciate and, positive updates as well. And it was so funny. And it, but it, but it was really funny because I never would have done this with the other two kids. And I'm like, uh, Chris, you sure you're in? I don't want to make my uh, grandma and grandpa go to the, uh, Go to the thing and you're not in. How do you know that you're in? He's like, I'm in a minute. And then as soon as I get there, the first thing I do is I'm looking at, I'm looking at the program <laughs> to check his name. Good. But he was there and it was, uh, I was very proud of him. He, he did a great job. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, sorry. Back to, back to the college. So Brad. we had the trip down. We drove down because we were going to help Andrew move some of his stuff out. So I needed the car. And uh, so in the past, we would read license plates. Remember the game? Oh, oh, oh yeah. a license plate in another state. Yeah. I wanted to find people wearing their mask in cars. Funny you say That's that because pretty... I was going to mention it's a guarantee now when you're driving on the expressway, parkway, whatever, and there's a slow car, like really going slow. 90% of the time, that person's wearing a mask. Oh, that's why an interesting do you think, relationship. Why do, you think, why do you think that makes them go slow? Cautious. I don't know. Maybe they're just very cautious people. It's they have cautious point. people. But what? So I thought the I interesting know. question is, what brand of vehicle is most likely to Ooh. have an occupant wearing a mask? Uh, Take a guess. Ford Focus. Nope. No, no. A Prius. The smart car. Oh, oh the, the smart piece car. Of- you know I what? You're four right. Of it- them. I saw four of them. Three people wearing a mask on the interstate. If you're where, if you're driving a smart car, you should be punched anyway. So <laughs> that makes sense. So that was a rather interesting uh, anomaly to the. So that's the new game you can play. Yeah, yeah. Who's who's the idiot wearing a mask in their own vehicle? It's it's the the game. I guess is good about the car. Finding them is way too easy to be a good game because they're everywhere. At least around me. See people drive a mask all the time. I don't find them everywhere, but I do see it. And like I said, it's always I get mad at the car that's driving 40 miles an hour on the expressway. I go around them and I look, and of course they're wearing a mask in the front seat by themselves. And at that point, I think I should run them off the road and just take them out of their misery. You should. I hate when they drive 40 miles an hour on the expressway. Why don't you take Jericho Turnpike? Are you, why are you taking up a speed limit of 55 if you have no intention of going? Go they, don't want to hit, they don't want to stop at lights. Go on the service road. Go on the service road. Don't bother lights. us. Stop at the lights. Don't bother us real people. People there who is know a minimum, how to drive. There is a minimum be. speed limit, and I think 40 is above the minimum. So they're fine. They're not Are fine. you one of these people, Mike? 
I can't. Not imagine. at all. I'm just standing up for their You're rights. Just standing up for them. They have no rights. If you're an idiot, you lose your rights. I'm just saying. They, they can be, you can be pulled over for going too slow. Actually, so 40, so the minimum speed on most expressways in the state of New York is? It's 40, I believe, isn't it? 45. Oh, okay. So just, if you do see somebody going below 45, feel free to make them veer off the road and make a citizen's arrest. We had in our last week, we had, oh, well, so before we get to tragedies, because we, we have to touch on that. I don't think we do. I, I don't think, I don't know if we have to. I don't think okay. we have to. We skip it. We might. I'm not saying we're not going to. What do we think about the New Islanders coach? That is a tragedy. Did we talk about this last week? No, we skipped over it. Well, we I, I mentioned it when Trotz got fired. I said, are they hiring that assistant they're talking about? And you guys weren't sure, but apparently they did. Correct. I, is that good or not? You know, I can't. I honestly feel like I just can't make a decision until the rubber hits the pavement or whatever. Yeah, no, I get that. Use. Like, I, 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 I said, I, I love the fact that sucking is not acceptable anymore. I worry that we're just bringing in Trots 2.0 because this guy's been with him since Nashville. Now, you know, the things that you hear is, well, he has the good qualities of Trots. He also relates better to the younger players. Some of the other things I've heard is we were going to lose him if we didn't get him tied in. And Trotz was in his last year, so Lou's like, well, Trotz is going to be gone after this year. Let's get this guy and make sure he's in. And, you know, I, I don't I don't know. I, I really don't know. There's, there's, I, I'm hoping that we're in the, in the right place, and I'm hoping that we don't sit back and say, shit, we should have never gotten rid of Trotz. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not uh, very optimistic, but I do see your point. If you're going to lose him anyway, we only had one year left. Trotz is only going to go on so long. So that makes sense. Yep. What the hell are we talking about the Islanders coaching staff for on the day of game five of uh, Rangers Hurricanes? Oh, that's right. Well, you know, the we want to focus on the real team. And, right. Uh, Maybe next year, but let's focus on the now. You can talk about the after. So pretty interesting. Yeah, the Rangers are uh, cutting it up, making noise. Yeah, the Fernwood uh, the streak is alive in the Fernwood. I'll be back there again tonight. Oh, that must be keep, amazing. Carolina keeping has it, keeping has it going. Not- Carolina has not lost at home yet this year. Carolina has also not defeated the Fernwood yet. So we shall see. This is where it, uh, I, I two don't undefeated think, streaks meet. I'm not sure if they've won on the road either. I think they have not. Boston series. The Boston right? series went by home team only. Home team won every game. So we shall see. Tonight's tonight. It's going to change. I'm, I'm not really rooting for the Rangers, but I am watching. Yeah, it's a good series. It's nice to see some of the other series like I've been able to catch a couple Edmonton games and my God, McDavid is just, yeah, he's really good. So freaking good. I just can't stay awake. I can't stay up that late. No, I can't usually either, but you, you know, like you'll, you know, like when you're watching your team, like you can't go to sleep after the game's over, you kind of pumped up and you might catch a little bit of the game. And these games have been crazy. Some games are scoring like three goals in the last, like first five minutes. It's a little nuts. Completely nuts. Little nuts. So we're back at the Fernwood tonight. Me, Mike, and Rob. We had myself, Mike, Rob, Liam, and uh, Mike's brother-in-law, John, there the other night. And the beautiful thing about hockey, one of the many beautiful things, but as far as viewing, the 7 o'clock start is awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, during the week. And, and it's over by 940. Yep. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It really is. Like, all these other sports play their games way too late. You're struggling. It hurts the next day. Yeah. The NHL is for the working man. Especially Great. when they're not good. Like the basketball players have been horrible. Like I was talking to somebody yesterday. I think 
uh, John Pettishel at work, and he's like, every game's a blowout. Did you see last night? I think no. The, that's at one point, like well into the third quarter. Quarter, Miami only had sixty points. <laughs> so it was another like, blowout. No, uh, like nah, both teams were pretty low. It's just, it's just ugly. It's ugly. Yeah, I can't. can't the biggest blowout in sports is Tiger Woods, though. Did anybody see any of his play? I, I, mean, I watched I, him uh, Thursday and Friday. I was watching him. He's hurt. I, I mean, I feel bad, dude. Listen, I think the guy, he could play in my foursome and be all right. He's making the cuts, though. He's making the cuts. He's just going to build his endurance back. Yeah. He looked awful. I felt bad for him. I'm not a big fan. I'm not really a big fan of Tiger because I think he was a phony. Um, oh. Yeah, no, no. He's no Jeter. He's no Brady. He's really? not them. Yeah, no way. Cause, cause yeah, because guys, he, I actually like Tiger Woods. Brady and uh, Jeter are assholes. I disagree. I, you see, Brady and Jeter went through their entire career with no external drama. Well, or they're good enough to keep it all out of your uh, crosshairs. Well, until they're not good enough, they are 10 steps above Tiger. He was just a lowlife who was good. No, I think Tiger is more of an everyday man with problems in his life. Uh, Come on. Everyday men don't have those problems. Everyday men don't drive 150 miles an hour while on drugs. Addiction, marital problems. These are all things that every one of your neighbors is dealing with right now. Come on. Many of your neighbors, not everyone. I I highly recommend that book that I that I read, even the audio book. You probably get it at a library for free. Right. The audio book made you like him. I I think it made me understand him better. Like the the dude's been in the spotlight since he was a kid. His father told him, Don't trust anybody, don't trust the media. And I think that's why you see that, that image. Did you see his, his his interview after the match on Friday with that one woman who actually was very pretty? He was sweating like crazy. And they said it was like 50 degrees out. It was freezing, but he was sweating like a dog. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely in pain. I, I get it. No, that, I, that day that he got interviewed that he was sweating, it was actually very hot. Oh, that was a hot day? Yeah. Dude, the sweating. weather there was awful. Then they played right he by you, he doesn't have monkey. He doesn't have monkey pox. <laughs> What's with the monkey pox? I don't know, but my last statement on Jeter and Brady is, Bosco, if you think anybody, especially somebody in the spotlight, or even just your neighbor who appears to have a perfect life, nothing wrong with them ever, there's something you don't know, trust me. There very well may be, but these guys kept it out. Jeter has never even made a misstep with a reporter. He's never even said something wrong that way. No, he hasn't. He's I'll give him so credit for that. pristine and perfect that it has to be. After all of these years, he cannot no, no, be a farce. Not. No, it's not. We'll see. We no will way. see. So, yes, it has been very hot. And I, as an aging male, am encountering a minor bit of hair loss. See, it's a little patchy. So I was concerned as to how I was going to deal with the graduation. I was dressed somewhat formally. I couldn't wear a baseball cap. What would I do about getting sunburned? Could you wore a cowboy hat? I mean, you were in Virginia. Yeah, I, I don't know that uh, they w- I would have been the only one. Nobody really? else had that. Yeah, nobody was wearing a hat at an outdoor nobody. graduation. Not one person. It was on the football field, I assume. Uh, they had it on the lawn. UVA okay. has the fancy lawn, and then and then so they do two. It's a two phase graduation. The first one is the school walks down together. Uh, down the famous lawn that Thomas Jefferson initiated, initially built the college around. Um, and I had an interesting experience. So I dropped my family off at the lawn 
And, uh, and then I drove to the stadium parking lot and shuttled back. In that time, they shut down the pathway for me to get to them. So I had to watch him walk down the lawn by myself <laughs> without my family, which, you know what? It was kind of nice because I had an actually better seat than them. I was standing and I could have given him a high five as he walked down. It was That's good. Cool. A little emotional, a little bit. And Did you, uh, cry? So, uh, you know what? It, it would come in waves, really weird waves like the day before when I was planning it out. And I was like, oh, my God, he's graduating college. I, you know, I felt a little bit of emotion. I get and it. Then, I get it's it. kind of disappointing, but I'm, no, why it's not is it disappointing, disappointing at all? that I'm a, uh, you get a man up, man? You no, up. it's 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 a big moment, and you get that pop and circumstance going. It gets right to you. Yeah, it's, no, no, it was good. And then so it. then they decided it was too. All right, keep going, Brett Favre. Listen, you know who wouldn't have cried at their son's graduation? Derek Jeter or Tom Brady? <laughs> Fucking robots. <laughs> Tiger Woods. Gonna, if we remember, Tiger Tom Brady Woods is very affectionate. Tiger Woods is going to be a mess, a puddle at his children's graduation because he's a real man. Tom Brady, if you remember the lip kiss, he's very affectionate. No, he's weird. He's not weird. He's a champion. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, back to you crying in Virginia in 100 degrees. Go. Uh, so then they had the, the second phase where you get called up to read the diploma. They did that indoors in the basketball stadium. So okay. that, was, uh, that was a godsend because it was yeah. hot. It was hot. And we called was, it. You called it on the GarCast about how hot it would be. Nobody believed yeah. me. They're like, no. oh, no. But I said, no, no. And I doubted you for a second, too. I'm like, maybe he picked Charlottesville, Never. South Carolina or something. No. Uh, no, no. Geography, and, geography, me, and weather. Always a lot. Well, you called it, and I was well prepared. Uh, so the sunscreen, I tried. I would fluff up the hair, and I would spray. Right. You went to spray. You got to go to spray. Yep. And then, and then, um, and that worked. I didn't get a, a scalp thing, but I did get this freaking reaction on my face. I was just going to say, oh, so maybe you do have monkeypox. I did it not want monkeypox. No, but... I didn't want to interrupt you. I was going to ask if the tears magnified the sun <laughs> on your cheeks because your cheek, I see it. It's noticeably yeah. burned. I'm hideous. I'm hideous. <laughs> you look strange. <laughs> I see it from here on my phone. If I was on the computer, I'd probably be horrified right now. Wow. <laughs> You'd ask me to dim dim it out. <laughs> yeah, Woo. with the yellow wall behind you as well. It's enhancing. So that could have been the tears, you know. Could, could have, have been wiped the tears. The, it washed the... like mascara. It washed yeah. the sunscreen off your face. So monkeypox is a uh, is. I think they're trying to throw stuff out there to make people afraid. Of course, oh, you know. Are you surprised? <laughs> you know how I feel about that. But they did say in the article that I read, one of the snippets that I pulled out is that it is contagious primarily between homosexual males engaging in unprotected sex. Uh, they're really going to go this route again? Are they, is this so AIDS wait, 2.0. Now you're throwing, you're throwing a twist in here. Like, all I of a sudden, I'm back that in... I read it in the New York Times Morning Edition. Really? Last Friday morning. That just seems so 1981. That's Yet just bizarre. Yet yeah. it was buried. It was in there, and I picked that out. That doesn't make any sense. I did. I did. I'm I, glad you found I it. Saw, though, there might be another agenda here. Hmm. Yeah, I, I thought I saw sexually transmitted. Um... Oh, I'm not doubting that. But to point it on, um, first of all, I didn't think there were any differences between males and females anymore. But to to clearly <laughs> say it was homosexual sex is more likely i mean i didn't okay, okay that's strange i wonder who the who where that where is that coming from now my wheels are turning probably who's up to something 
Fauci. Somebody's up to something. I don't know. Fauci's trying to get another stranglehold. He's trying. Mm-hmm. He's trying. Yeah. And I also learned, so uh, for those of us that are in the signal chat, they, they got this snippet already. But my brother-in-law works for the parent company of the formula supplier that was shut down by the FDA. Big news on that yesterday, by the way. So, yep. Subsequent to the shutdown, uh, they were able to prove through DNA evidence that the faulty formula did not come from any of their plants. <laughs> yep. Yet they were not reopened. There was no retraction. There was no notion that the FDA made a mistake or were overzealous in their investigation, uh, being premature in shutting them down. There was none of that. All there was was Biden coming in to save the day by getting formula from another location. Yep. And, and I be- I, now, is he giving it away or charging for it? Somebody posted that in the signal group. I, I have no idea. Didn't look into it. But whenever I see something like that is the last thing you want is the government to be giving anything away. I don't never know. Take, now we have even more inflation. Maybe do not. Think- well, inflation and control. Do not take anything from the government. Do not rely on them to feed your children. This is this makes your life even worse. I don't think uh, the government purchased it. I thought they were allowed to sell it and sped up the process for to be able to sell it here. I could be wrong. And if that's the case, it shouldn't be given away by the government. It should be they are now can come sell their products here. Is how I yeah, recall it. They didn't have it. Just a like you're to... now allowed to sell vaccines. They sped up that process as well. Who okay, can yeah. sell vaccines? Well, they're giving the vaccines away, but they uh... Oh, the government purchased all those and that's why they pushed it so hard because they needed to get them in Bosco's arm 30 times. Oh, yeah, right. I, I probably do for another one. Hey, I thought you, you just got the, one. I do, no, when you get yeah, the, but they don't last get, very long. You got to get the fifth booster before uh, NYU. I mean, that liberal university <laughs> requires it. No, I mean, whatever it takes. <laughs> you want to be the first to six? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure no there's people at six. Other than I'm continuing to get fat. I don't know if that's the... Uh, the I vaccine. think that is a side effect. Oh, I, think I, I know what that. we got to talk about. What? We're going to talk is- about the kid that got mauled by a bear in Harriman yeah, State Park. Your bear. Your bear. That was that your bear. That was my bear that right. I scared away. Tell that the story. master was unable to deter the bear from coming by. It was my yelling and... and, so and uh, tell, tell the story because people that aren't in not signal... The, no, not the original. Don't tell the original story. Tell the current story. Yeah. Yes. Tell them what happened. Yeah. There was a Boy Scout who was sleeping overnight at Harriman State Park at one of the uh, camping locations. They were backpacking, so it's not like it was a campsite and there were cars. They had hiked a couple of miles in, and he woke to a bear gnawing on his leg. (laughs) That's awesome. He had snuck some food into his tent. Colleen, move. It is, you know, and, and I actually had that happen. One time a kid came out of his tent in the morning and he had these ho-hos in his shirt pockets. And I was like, Dave. A real Colleen move. I was like, what right. are you doing? And he didn't even know they were there. He's like, oh my God. We had to have a chat. <laughs> Emergency right. chat. Bye. So, as long uh, as he wasn't in the tent with a hoe. No, that's not that kind of camp. Not that, <laughs> not that kind a- of program. It's a much better camp. That's the kind of camping Derek Teeter does because nobody knows what goes on out right. in the forest. <laughs> I love my hate of Derek Jeter. It's up there with the uh, boss. Oh, 
and, and pretty, that, so, they're pretty so similar. Apparently, it attracted the bear. The food attracted the bear. They they had to take the bear down. It is a, I would imagine. Why did they have to take traumatic. the bear down? Come no, on. Once it gets a taste of the little boy, it's not going to uh, go. Did it back. even draw? Did it draw blood? You know, I so if you look at the picture of the kid's leg, it looks like a mosquito bite. Not <laughs> a very impressive gnawing. Yeah. I wasn't impressed. I probably wouldn't even have called anybody. I would have just, I wouldn't even have woken <laughs> anybody up. Just hit it with the bear spray and it's on its way. Give it a ho-ho. Send it so, off into the woods. Yeah, apparently they, they violated a great deal. Now, the scoutmaster, who, by the way, was a woman. I'm not going to make any comment about it. I am. I think you just did by making no comment, so. Shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> well, she was the <laughs> scoutmaster. She very quickly blamed the condition of the campsite prior to their arrival, saying that there was a lot of trash about, and that yeah. the bear bag was hung at um, a very low level and it was not their bear bag. So I will say that I've actually experienced that too, where you arrive at a campsite and somebody else hung the bear bag in an ineffective way. You don't really want to start a fight with them. I mean, I would, and I did when that happened to me. Oh but- yeah, you would absolutely tell them they did it wrong. And, and the and whole thing would ensue. This particular, so the one that I actually did this was such a fun one. It was a training hike for Philmont, and I was like, I was shutting down. It was too much for me. It was hot. I was tired, fat, as usual, carrying. <laughs> I'm little and weak, and I had too much weight. So when we arrived at the campsite at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I was just, I, I crawled into my tent, and I figured I'm going to cramp up and sweat and get through this by myself. When I heard in the background, Something that you usually don't hear at a Troop 214 camp out. I heard women's voices. And they're like, can somebody help us? We don't know what we're doing. I what were they jumped doing? out of the tent. Were they cleaning dishes or something? They had no preparation. They had no water. They had no anything. They had like wait, 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 wait. Are you telling a repeat story? Did we talk about this? Yes. I feel like did, I mean, what the hell? The I said, don't tell the original story. Well, I, I did. I talk about the girls. This was yes. A, you oh. fell less. The whole thing. Please, I am the I am the mental archivist of the Garcasts. I'm the only one who remembers anything. Thank well, God. I'm glad it was very interesting. The girls came. It was a an interesting yes, dynamic. Yes. I was just gonna. I was waiting to ask you if you still think about the two, the girls, and then yes. there you go telling the story like you never told us. Before. He dreams about. <laughs> I'm the a girls. repeater. I am a repeater. I've, I've grown. I mean, I wouldn't mind. I repeat all my stories. Yeah, I wouldn't mind repeating the rendezvous in the woods with some young girls from the city with no gear that you could rescue. That's a good one. I get it. I get it. That's twice today, though. Like Sunil is, is chatting away, giving us ideas for the show. And I'm like, dude, we had a whole show about that. What are you talking about? <laughs> he did. He, he, I mean, you'll probably even remember this, Bosco. Sunil was introducing to, to discuss how um, the right to bear arms should be in- included having personal nukes. Right. You remember, that oh, was yeah, a whole debate. That. That, was that was a whole debate famous, between you and Gar. That and was I one of the most I famous did. debates ever. Yes, that you won, by the way. You did win. You're a good debater. I'll give yeah, you I'm one. a terrible debater. Gary's a terrible debater. But Bosco, when it comes to debates, you don't do a lot well, um, especially I'm applying just... sunscreen to your cheeks. But you do debate. <laughs> you do debate well. <laughs> and you know how to hang a bear bag with the best of them. Let me tell you. Well, I could debate with Gar anyway. Yeah, well, that's child. That's child. It's a, that's a low bar, my friend. <laughs> so, so yeah, and and to to Sunil's point though, I I, I think, um, with the tragedy that happened in Dallas, it kind of shoots my argument down. That what happened a, in Dallas. It wasn't wasn't Dallas? It was like on the Mexican border. No, it was so ninety south, minutes south west of San. Ninety minutes west of San Antonio. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's allowed to have a gun there, and it still happened. So right. well, my, I mean, my point of reducing yeah, but of they're not allowed to have gun guns in school. Help. The teachers were armed. They probably could have taken this kid, this kid down a little bit quicker. But teachers well, aren't – you don't hire a teacher. Yeah, the no, teachers I, do I, not need – I will do this. Do I would say to, any yeah, teachers that, that want to carry should be allowed to. Let's get them training, and they'll be ready to tee off. Let's go. St. Anthony has an armed guard and has had one for many, many years. Who has? There you go. St. Anthony's High School. Yeah. And you know what? Not government run. It's the same one. It's the same one that they've had for many years. And he knows the kids. He's nice to the kids. It's very comfortable and very safe and secure. It's like having a a Papa Bear take care of you. Papa Bear. It's haven't heard not, from you, man. you know, it, it doesn't have the, and it's an interesting thing because, you know, people feel like having an armed guard would make you feel more unsafe because you're preparing, you know, you're reminding everybody no, of these. Not at all. But it, it works, it works very well in that school. They probably will never be able to have a, a history regents in St. Anthony's because of the fear of questions that could trigger somebody's getting very upset. Yeah, let's talk about that. Can we just get rid of the Regents program anyway? The Regents I mean, program is a joke. I think that's what they're saying at this like, point. Like, what's the point? We didn't do it for the last, like, three years. It's I think it was always a money-making thing anyway. Totally I'm is. sure it's a money-making thing. SATs, what is the point? ACTs, the Regents, because really everything what is Because really going to do, if the kids do poorly in it, hey, you know what? I think I'm working it out right now. If the Go kids ahead. do poorly in it, instead of saying we need to do a better job, they're just going to shrink down the curriculum and be like, you know what? <laughs> It's too hard for them to learn history. Let's just eliminate it, which would cause jobs to be lost because they're no right. longer teaching something that the kids can't learn anyway. And people uh, will lose their jobs. So I mean, they're it's just dumb. It's so, like kids I, are in AP classes. We were having this discussion because I drive all the kids over from school and they're like, I have my AP test. And then I also take the regents. Like, what's the point of that? I'm like, right. <laughs> You're about to get college credit for this class. And you're still going to take the New York State Regents for so what? For those that aren't in New York or not familiar with what's going on. So the Regents is a state test in New York. When we were kids, it was like you got your diploma or you got a diploma with the Regents, right? We well, the Regents, Regents diploma. Regents yes. diploma. And it's really like they said, like Mike said, it's a money making scam by New York State to buy books and tests from another company. So everything is crooked, I'm sure. But there was an American history regents this week that got canceled because apparently there was one question on there that could trigger um, people to be upset in light of the slaughter in Buffalo. I, yeah, I don't, I'm I, curious I don't know to what see the, what this question was. I'd love to see it. And, yeah, and it you know what? Weird. If it does trigger you, then you know what? You should be triggered and you probably should be put in a mental institution. So they, Oh, there you go. I think we need more mental institutions. We think about that. Discuss. Bring them back. Bring them back. We could we even bring them back. They exist. $40 million to uh, the Ukraine. We could do so much more with that money than just give it away to crooks. Well, shutting down the uh, the mental institutions obviously has not worked. I mean, it just pushed. Maybe the they should bring back the electric shock treatments they used to do in them. I could go for that. I think it would help me. Right. That might not be so bad. Calm I'm sure the, the technology has evolved tremendously. Yeah, a more localized shock yeah, instead yeah. of just splitting the brain. They could target these particular areas. Fauci's been doing it with, with monkeys and dogs for, for ages. So I'm sure he's got plenty of data to share. You think it was one of his monkeys that started the uh, epidemic? Dude, he started it. He had sex with a monkey. <laughs> Homosexual sex with a monkey, because that's how you transmit it. Of course, it was a male monkey. Right. <laughs> had to be, according to the New York Times. Uh... <laughs> 
Oh, and the New York Times didn't discriminate. They did say homosexual and bisexual male. Oh, interesting. Their description specifically referenced the bi's as well. Oh. Hmm. You just... You stumped me. Like homosexual and bisexual, but basically it's still homosexual sex? Well, I'm just saying the words that they use. Or does a monkeypox know that you're bisexual, and if you are and have sex with a woman, you could spread it? Well, you, you, yeah, you know, this what? might be a genetically engineered disease to get rid of LBGBTQ. Yes, plus, Don't I'm sure plus. somebody's thinking that. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> it's gonna be part of Trump's campaign. Somebody's saying, You see, you see, oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, it's weird. Well, Mike, more on that. I know yeah. we don't have a, a tremendous amount of time. My tremendous. email box was filling up with the emails from our faithful well, listeners i was wondering unlike you i don't i don't look until we record so i'm going in now well i see them i don't know um wow that's an interesting i believe there's name. four of them at least and maybe more since look at this name who's terry motherway oh terry's a good listener and a good friend from the deli okay is that a real is that a real last name absolutely huh what are the origins of that are if you lived in he... king's park you could not have grown up in the town without knowing it there were nine of them Oh, huh. yes, they definitely had to defend themselves from being called mama's boys and things like that. <laughs> you wouldn't want you. Wouldn't right. Want. No. Yeah. It sounds like those are not the name. ones you would say that. to. I'm sensing that. No, I'm sensing it. Terry, we, let's be friends. All right. Uh, great to hear. You know, sometimes that's why we refer to the millions, because we know they're out there. We know they're out there. Uh, the subject. Hopefully this is not another uh, fake Bosco. Email, but <laughs> I will be Googling Terry Motherway after this to verify. Bosco's got real- many aliases. You're like, um, Terry Motherway passed away 12 years ago. <laughs> um, okay. A father's episode is the subject. Garcast. Good day, sirs. First time emailer, long time listener. I like that. I've thought of sending feedback emails often, but felt compelled to send a note of support in doing a father's show. Aha! I'm sure the original Gar and Garfather are great, and I could guarantee that the club, a.k.a. Mr. Bosco, would be awesome. And you'd probably end up having him every week and dumping Den Bob. Well, that is the fear, Terry. <laughs> yes. You, you, that's why the mic wasn't open. You are correct. Den Bob did not write this. <laughs> Keep it going, fellas. Enjoy the weekly podcast. All the best, Terry KP. Actually, um, so immediately we must ask, why is Mr. Bosco known as the club? He resembled the actor in the commercial for the club steering wheel lock. Uh, oh, the club. Yes. I had the ultra club. I had the blue one. So I, it's the guy from Married with Children and then Modern Family. Uh, I forget his name, but uh, he resembled him growing up. That was his. Al uh, Bundy? He resembled yes, Al Bundy? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's Father- fantastic. Father's Day is coming. Maybe we could get the fathers on. All right, let's let's talk offline. I don't want to give anything away. That's a good. That's pretty fun. That could be good. Good idea. All right, Terry. We can we can have them give a movie of the month that nobody watches. No, you can't have a new movie of the month until we discuss the accountant with Ben Affleck. Okay, so this is really weird. Okay, so what did I just? We said the club. I said Al Bundy. Right. I'm scrolling up. And the Garcast received a notification from TikTok on May 24th, which is two days, two days ago. And the subject is Al Bundy's best married with children. Al Bundy. <laughs> Whoa. I do follow Whoa. Al Bundy on. I'm a little TikTok. taken aback here. It's like a time machine. All right. Uh, oh, 
Here we go. An email from uh, the Massolio, Andrew Shaw. The subject is nada. Interesting. He's trying to speak Spanish like he was impressed by Mike, I'm sure. <laughs> Hola, Garmigos. Looking forward to another Friday of updates on sports, news, town gossip, and Bosco on the street. I did have a soccer story. Oh, remind me. So do I. To share, and I will try to give the abbreviated version. I'm an assistant coach for D2 5 and 6, 5th and 6th grade girls. Been with this group a while, and the head coach is great. He's an elementary school gym teacher, hmm. has an older daughter he coaches, and is prepared. We've had the core group of girls together for a few years. This year, we have one new girl who's a 6th grader. She's a strong player. She's learning the system. She could pass more. I knew there was a but. At, at the end of a recent game in which we tied, we've won every other game. A parent, let's call him Jack, comes storming over oh oh, geez. and yelling primarily at the head coach. I thought we talked about this. This is in quotes. Who's running the show? This team is like the bad news bears. Ugh. I'm so pissed off. Wow. This is, this is a nightmare that I've had. Oh, wow. my God. On and on. It was heated. I actually ran into Jack at a school fair later, tried to avoid him, and he approached me. Oh, no. But I will spare those details. Oh, I need those details, and You no, can't spare no, us of those details. I expect a follow-up. We need a follow-up email next week, please. You're leaving. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm a little emotionally, I'm tense. Wow. All right. We learned that some of the parents have been berating a few girls and singling one of them out. Mind you, Jack's daughter, who is very good, never wants to play on the parents' side of the field. I have two of those. Isn't that sad? Really? Yeah, I have two players like that. Wow. She doesn't want to hear from both of her parents. One of my players doesn't want to hear from everybody else's parents. And I don't think they're that bad. They're, it's more just annoyed by the parents, you know, being parents. But the other one does not want to hear from her father, which I find sad. And I purposely don't put her over there. Damn. And I actually, I accidentally put her over there. Well, I didn't accidentally. I knew I did it this week. We only had one sub. And I just had to get the girl out of there. And Nancy actually texted me. I didn't see it till after the game because I don't look at my phone. You have to get her out of here. It's that wow. bad. Wow. Yeah. I've never had these issues. No? I've had, I've oh, had parents bad. on other teams say sh stuff to my girls, and mm. they come off and tell me, like, hey, that mom's mad at me, and right. was, I keep beating her daughter, but that's right. never had good parents or no, that parents upsets me. being assholes with my kids. That's upsetting. That's upsetting. That's, that's so, terrible. Yeah. So back to Andy. Um, so this girl doesn't want to be on the parent's side of the field since she doesn't want to hear from both of her parents. Both. Oh. It's usually one. The bad. head coach sent out what I would call a calm and appropriate email. Another parent actually apologized, now realizing how she was acting. Okay. Since then, we've had tryouts and another game. Jack's daughter didn't attend tryouts and came to our last game as a spectator with her mom, which was 50 minutes away. Supposedly didn't say a word to anyone. Weird. Why we, proceeded, yeah, we proceeded to dominate the other team and had one of our best games and qualified for the playoffs. Parents need to relax. Don't be a jackass. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but most kids won't be professional athletes and their athletic success won't make up for any of their parents' athletic shortcomings. Sports are awesome for kids for so many reasons. Keep it positive. The only negative thing I will say is that I'm starting to feel that this baby by last year of coaching soccer after at least a decade of coaching my kids. Oh. I don't want to make this a self-fulfilling prophecy. But based on gymnastics commitments, this may be it. Sad face emoji. Got it. Go team Gar and happy Memorial Day, Andy. Wow. Oof, emotional email from the Mass uh, Hole. For soccer, I am going to Mass Holia. 
Mass Holyoke, wherever, up in the Massachusetts area, going to Marlborough and Lancaster. Um, you know where Andy uh, lives, right? No. Uh, he lives in Shrewsbury. I wonder how close that is. Um, I will tell you right now that I don't want to say it until I look, but you might have Andy at one of your games this weekend. I'm just saying. Let's see. Let us see. Um, Shrewsbury, Mass. It looks like it's by Worcester. Yep. And where's Marlboro? Um, Marwell is the hotel. Lancaster is pretty... 25 minutes away. Lancaster is not that far. 25 minutes. So, uh, to Andy, Gar, talk offline. I expect photos of the two of you together this weekend. Make it happen. That Maybe was... Andy can come watch the Forest game. We'll be at the hotel in Marwell uh, Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Zoda and go. I, I'll be wearing my Forest shirt and uh, we'll yep. cheer. So, I'm going to interrupt the email parade here because it, it ties directly to Andy's email and I'm glad he sent it. I have a diamond defense guy. Oh, update. You told me that at work and you didn't tell me the story. Let's Bosco. Go. Are you listening Bosco? Yeah. 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 Diamond defense update. He's been quiet. He's been quiet, he's, but he's always out there lurking. You know what I mean? Always. So I sent an email two weeks ago because we're at the age, the girls are going to be coming freshman in high school. We don't have tryouts anymore, but I sent out the email like, Hey, um, I need to know if you would like to play next season. Um, if we have enough players, there will be a team. I'm asking now, you know, just let me know. I keep it simple. I don't write long emails. And I said, let me know by this date. I'm starting to get feedback. I had two people that weren't sure. One definite no. Diamond defense is in. Um, but I, so I got my results and it's close. I want to talk to the other team our age, see what they're doing, but whatever. So after the game this past Sunday, which was hot as Hades at 8 a.m., uh, I'm watching the Ranger game at the Fernwood in all my glory, having a great time. And in comes a text from the Diamond Defense guy. And I think you guys can still hear me if I go to my text, right? But you might not be able to see me. Let's see. Yep. You I, still, you still yeah, I hear you. That's yep. fine. Um, let's see. He, I want to read what he wrote because it puts shivers through my spine, but oh, that's just God. me. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, okay. What was it? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I, I didn't, okay. I'm not going to get to my. I know you guys will analyze my responses. Okay. 306. It's about 20 minutes for the Ranger game. I'm at Mike's. I remember I was walking across his backyard with a beer in hand. Hello, Mike. Just checking in to see if you believe there'll be a team next year. If so, I can help coaching. Oh. What are your what are your thoughts? <laughs> no. Oh no. <laughs> no. No, those are my thoughts and prayers. <laughs> oh no. Damn. Tell him my wife's yeah. already and my assistant. We're good. Yeah. Now he may have gotten wind that one of my assistants, her daughter, is not coming back. Is not there any sure. chance you can move him up to the A team or are you guys the A team and move? Maybe. Him to the maybe. Maybe. So I waited. So here's I know you guys will I didn't reply. I'm like, I'm having beers and watching oh. the Ranger game. This yeah. is not interrupting time. my day. We've talked about that. But Absolutely. the problem is, it's festering in your mind the whole time, right? Oh, it, it bothers me. But it, you can't respond right away. Excellent yeah. so far. I responded 24 hours and 19 minutes later. Love perfect. it. That's perfect. Right? Less and this than is two days, I, more than right. one. Perfect. The next day, you know, I'm enjoying my yep. son. And before practice, Monday we had practice at 5.30. So Excellent. two hours before practice. Yeah, no, no, this time impeccably. Go on. Yep. I learned from the last time. 
Yeah. And then um, I wrote, I will keep you posted. Thanks. Because cool. his first question was, I'm really only addressing the first question. Just checking in to see if you believe there will be a team next year. And then selective ignorance for the second question. I love yep. it. He's wondering, am I, did I ignore that point or am no, I addressing he knows. both? He got yeah. it. He knows. <laughs> I think he so. knows. You know what's he funny? Like, this whole, uh, is there a team next year? Like they're actually, I, a friend of the show and a very good friend of mine both said to me like, you know, our team's the Fury. Like, are the Fury going to be around next year? And I'm like, yeah, they're, they're like I'm hearing rumors that the team's going to fall apart. I'm like, if it is, I know nothing about it. Like, I don't know who it's starts just these age. weird rumors. Yeah, it's just this age. Like, I've got a bunch of girls going to Catholic school next year. You know, like everybody starts to split, you know. I have a I, lot of girls that play travel volleyball, you know, yeah. similar to Andy with gymnastics. Commitments get, t- you know, just got to check. Can't I assume. Think, I think the thing with my team is there are a lot of lacrosse girls. And right. I think they're just wondering if they're going to quit for lacrosse. But right. Gonna, no, it, it happens. We're yeah. not going anywhere. Oh, my. Wait, we got it. All right. I would be better next year, I think. We'll talk more about that. So I'll digest all that, folks. And if anybody wants to text me personal advice on how to handle this situation, I pre- I would appreciate it. By the way, we had a phenomenal season this year. We ended up going 5-2-1 and one in EDP Division. Great show. We're anyway. so proud of you. Anyway, I want to get just make sure we get to these emails. And, and no diamond. No diamond. We, ha- we have a few more. Let's go. Um, all right. So let's see. Hold on a second. I'm getting a delivery here. One second. We'll be right back. Well, I think you handled it fantastically. Well, can I use this there? Timing. You should really mute us. All right. Let's oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. All right. Can you film her? Good deal. Good deal. Please film her. At least, yeah, right. at least let's see. I just got a blank check and a debit card delivered to me through my back door. Fantastic. All right. Um, I'm excited here because I'm seeing who we got emails from. Um, all right. We got an email from Liz Barkley. Barclay, Barclay, whatever it is, Sumu's wife, I believe, correct? Yes, that is Liz. I wow. told me that she was going to email. Oh, my God. Uh, we probably should have allotted more time for this. Uh-oh. Um, the subject is Boris and Wibbly. Dear Gar, oh, she only addressed this to you. Oh. Christian, Sumu, asked me to send this story through to you about, about our guinea pigs. I hope you enjoy it. Also, I hear that the new season of Alone begins tonight. I can't wait. Have a lovely day, Liz, Mrs. Sumu. She sent this at 3.23 a.m., um, but of course that wasn't her time. That's eight thirty. So there is, yeah, there is a word document attached to this. Oh my God. That's oh, not too bad. It's much oh. shorter than a Guar email. Okay. It's not <laughs> as bad as a Guar email. Boris and Wibley. Boris Barkley, a beautiful, fluffy, long haired Guinea pig was welcomed into the Barkley household when just a baby. Boris had silky smooth, long white hair and beady black eyes. Now, if that Boris was raised in Sean's attic, would have got a couple of extra bucks for the solid <laughs> color as we learned. <laughs> He was played with by the children during the day and lived outside in his hutch by night. Outdoor guinea pig and hutch must be a British thing. Though Boris was entertained and played with daily, he was lonely and required a furry companion. Welcome, Wibbly, a short-haired ginger male guinea pig as a friend to Boris. The first few weeks were amazing. No loud, lonely, squeaking, snuggles, and cuddles. After a while, we noticed that Boris was putting on weight. Uh-oh. Oh. Several lumps could be felt in his stomach. Sean oh. would have been pumped. Lo and behold, Boris wasn't a boy after all. (laughs) Boris was a girl and she was pregnant. Boris went on to have three beautiful white babies, two short hair and one long hair, pure white in color. Again, you could have sold these in Jamaica, Queens, or Forest Hills, or wherever (laughs) they were raised at the time. Sean is just thinking about the lost opportunity. We fed and cared for the family and the children loved to hold and play with them. One afternoon, Christian went to do the usual afternoon check-in. 
He opened the hutch door and was faced with a sea of red. Oh my God. A bloodbath. Blood splattered everywhere. Oh no. And no baby in sight. Boris had killed and eaten them all. Oh, oh my Boris. God. This will require a follow-up from, from Sean to see if this happens. Christian went about the grim task of cleaning the hutch and trying to put things right. Boris had murdered all of her children. We couldn't get away from that. A few weeks later, all seemed calm. Things had settled down and Boris and Wimbley were going about their business. You let Boris live and stay in your home? If he was a bear, you would have shot him. Or so we thought. Christian opened the hutch door to find Boris standing on top of a dead and completely flattened Wibbly. She had trampled and killed him. She looked Christian straight in the eye. Maybe she wasn't lonely after all. Dear God, it's Boris the Ripper. She was just hungry. Wow. Holy crap. Who thinks that we're the only people, the the only race that goes around and kills people, kills their own? Yeah. Mass mass killing in the hutch. Holy cow. Crazy. Sean, we need your expert advice on what happened here. How often this happened? Was Boris a serial killer? Or, Or is this normal? Postpartum? What the hell was it? Did, and I need to hear from the sumus on what was Boris's fate after this happened. Yeah, I would think it, Boris had to be hung up, right? You put oh, Boris's head on a stake, a pike in Game of Thrones. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, unbelievable. Oh, unreal. That unreal. that turned really quickly. And I, I need to hear. That. I didn't expect it, that. I'm rather shocked. I mean, I got over the insulting name. I mean, you know, at first I didn't even, didn't even I hate the name, the Guinea name, but. Uh, what an awful, what I an mean, awful story. I can't and believe how, how much mileage we've gotten out of guinea pigs. This is amazing. Like, and they're all good. Yeah. Every week we're getting quality stuff. And how are the Sumu children following that event? Wow. Oh. Do they even you know? Said they, they, they just got away? Did they lie? I mean, right? Yeah, we need, there's, there's a lot. I need follow-ups from the Sumus and uh, follow-up from uh, Sean, please, from the king. Right. The king and of all guinea pigs. That's a good question. What is the best way to handle dead pets with children? Yeah. Young children, do you tell them the truth? Do you tell them they went to a park? Do you tell them, do you replace it without telling them? I don't know what's I the think best way. There's a line there on age because I don't think you really need to get into it with like a three year old. But I mean, for the most part, uh, fully functioning children who go to school uh, should know what happened. Yeah. I mean, you, if it's theory. a fish, you might be able to hide it or maybe a gerbil or a hamster. Yeah. Now, like dog, there, or cat, there is a very, there is a very important email. The emails are phenomenal again. Um, we really are. We could have spent a half an hour on each email. This is this is fab. Uh, we got one at eight eleven this morning. Hot off the presses from uh, Nancy Redmond, my wife. Wow. Yes, yes. And I think she's trying to tell us something here with the subject alone. Uh, the subject is hello, gentlemen, with a question mark. Oh, geez. Hmm. Mm. Actually, it's gentleman. So maybe it's directed at me. I don't know. Or me. Or you, or I don't know. But then it says, hello, gentlemen. I've been listening to your podcast since the beginning. I feel like I can safely say I've listened to almost every episode. I have a little feedback for you. Oh, Garlic's nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe some other listeners might agree with me on this. One of you is doing something on air that drives me crazy. I'm not looking ahead. I'm not looking ahead. I'm looking at you guys. Just wonder what you're thinking. Likely likely me, but go on. (laughs) I have mentioned it to this person many times. Uh Oh, now it's starting to swing back to me and nothing has changed. (laughs) Thought maybe it wouldn't happen again. However, last week it happened and it continues to happen for about 10 minutes. Holy shit. What the hell is this? This person is telling a story 
This person knows who they are because they have heard me say it many, many times. I don't know if I want to keep reading this. <laughs> Stop. Abort. Abort. <laughs> Fun. In, in the spirit of Top Gun 2. <laughs> Goose. Get me out of here, Goose. <laughs> Pull the handle. This person is chewing food and talking at the same time. Oh, it is me. I was doing that last week. It is gross. I was. And makes it really hard to listen. I get hungry. I didn't know. Does it annoy? Does it annoy any other listeners that the God, she called me the Godfather, which I am to some, decides to eat food and tell a story at the same time. Maybe I'm doing it to get under your skin. I know he needs to eat every hour, but maybe wait till (laughs) the show is done. Please stop. Or does it only bother me? Have a great show. You guys are funny like 50% of the time. <laughs> Love you, Nancy. This, don't this, judge, this don't judge my typing. I was in a rush. <laughs> 50%. Now, that's not really bad. Actually, that's not bad. Half that would be excellent if we were funny. I, I'll take, dude, 50%. We're killing it. That's yeah. good. You can't be funny, funny 100% of the time. Nobody is. Stand up comics. Batten 500, kiddo. It's amazing. Love it. Comics Love don't it. have that. Oh. Before we go, uh, we know Gar's going to Massachusetts. Uh, good luck. Good luck to Forrest. Um, Sumo's going to Wembley. Good luck. I'm going to Montauk to just pretty much chill and do nothing. Yep. What about you, Bosco? You I'm going to enjoy the family being home. Enjoy it while it lasts. Like, yeah. Oh, alone. quick question. The, the apartment has been chosen for uh, Andrew? Yeah, yeah. He moves in June 4th. Really, it's, it's on uh, 34th Street and Park Avenue. Fancy Ooh. pants. Wow. And uh, it's going to be awesome. All right. That's uh, 34th and Park. Okay. Very good. Got a lot of TV movies too, right? Don't forget Alone's tonight, Thursday. So by the time this is out, the show will have been released. Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul, mid-season finale. Stranger Things season four starts tomorrow, I think. Interesting. I'm wondering if it's going to still be good or not. We did start a a signal channel for Alone. So if you want to get on it, get on it. Let us know. We're going to pick winners after the second episode. Oh, yep. I love that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, Bosco, uh, get in there. Top Gun, right? Is it Top Gun 2 or is it a remake? Electric Boogaloo. I don't, it's called Maverick, I think. It is not a remake. It's Top Gun 2. Oh, no, it's a new storyline. Like, yeah, it's, new storyline. Yeah, yeah. Character. Like Go- Goose's son is a character. It looks interesting. I'm still not going to the movie theater to see it, but um, I'm looking forward to coming on um, TV. Yeah, I'm going to get it on uh, maybe Zoda can get it on Laserdisc or something and we can go over his house and watch it for the quality sound. A little Blu-ray. <laughs> Blu-ray, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Alright, well, that's a show. Until next time, be garrific. Gar out. Have a great week. Gonna go get my snack. Later, boys. Excellent. Once that you've decided on a killing First you make a stone of your heart And if you find that your hands are still willing Then you can turn a murder into art There really isn't any need for bloodshed You just do it with a little more finesse If you can slip a tablet into someone's coffin
Of your profession. 